Mr. Uh, Grinky. <coughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> We're all doing the same thing. Okay. Um, we can just stand. Let's just act when they come on in. You should be in. You're still under oath, of course. So. All right. Let's bring the jury in. <coughs> Everybody may be seated. Hope you had a good lunch. Settle in a little bit. All right. Go ahead, Mr. Zacker. Thank you. Eric, uh, I want to um, start by talking about your meeting with the uniformed police officers on June 6th. Do you remember that day? Yes. Um, do you always trust the police? No. Um, and did you... Tell them that you had some trust issues when it came to the police. I'm not sure if it's that day, but I told them that I do not trust the police. Has that been something that you've uh, felt for some time? I had a bad experience in the past. And okay. And uh, you tried to express that to Detective Rosenau, excuse me, on June 8th. Is that correct? Yeah, I told him if I was resistful, I was trying not to be. Okay. So let's talk about June 6th. Um, you remember that video that we saw earlier where you were sitting with Kelly outside? Yes. And what had you and Kelly just been doing? Well, we were grilling out, getting ready for the bonfire, so I was drinking. Okay. What kind of what drinks were you drinking? Budweiser and Coors. Okay. More than a few? Yes, more than a few. And uh, did you feel the effects of the alcohol during that encounter? Yeah, I was, I don't know, buzzed. Okay. You could see your empty bottles out there on the table? Yes. All right. Now, um, during this encounter, you told the police that you didn't want to snitch. Is that correct? Yes. Who didn't you want to snitch on? Well, I didn't want to tell on Aaron. Okay. And uh, why were you concerned about telling on Aaron at that point? Well, just earlier I had, I don't know, betrayed her and taken her family's side and agreed with removing her children. Did you feel bad about making that decision um, by June 6th? Yes. And when you were talking to the officers, um, were you concerned that Aaron would find out what you were telling them? 
Yeah, he told me. I told him I didn't want to be recorded. Why didn't you want to be recorded? Because I didn't want, I didn't want a recording of me telling on Erin. So that way, when she found out, she would know that it was me. And you said earlier that Erin was concerned about you talking about uh, issues where she was trying to hurt yourself. Is that correct? Yeah. After one of her suicide attempts, she told me not to repeat this and not to talk about it and to keep it, I don't know, quiet, under wraps, kind of. Why didn't she want you talking about her suicide attempts? She would do it for attention at first and then was <laughs> embarrassed about it afterwards, and it would get her in trouble. Were you concerned, or was she concerned that it would impact her ability to keep the placement of her kids? Yes. And did she have that discussion with you? Yes. Now, during this interview on June 6th, do you recall uh, um, showing your phone to the officers who responded? <clears throat> I, yeah, I showed them. I gave them the phone. And they asked you to help identify where Aaron was on that phone. Is that correct? Yeah, I showed them what her name was listed under, Little E. You actually tried calling Aaron for them? Yes. And uh, at that point, did you think that Aaron was dead? No. Did you have any reason to believe at all that Aaron had gone to Runghalla Lake um, without bringing you there? No, I didn't think that she was there. Um, you told them that you thought that she was upset with you and she had gone missing. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, she was mad at me. Still mad at you over... Everything leading up to that point in the week? Yeah, she was mad about me being with Kelly, taking Kelly to the lake, about not bringing her to the wedding, uh, the wedding shower. She was mad at just everything that we talked about before, her job, her placement of the kids, her losing her house. I mean, just everything. And you actually... Uh showed the home phone to the officers who arrived on June 6th to prove to them that you had tried calling Officer Westfall earlier. Is that correct? Yeah. When Mark came, he gave me a card and said that he was going to call the cops and tell them that she was missing, file of missing persons. He gave me the card for uh, the officer, Westfall, I think, and then I called it, but he was on vacation till Friday. He was off duty during that time frame? That's what they told me. And that number went to the police dispatch, right? Yeah, I called the cops. And you showed that number to the officers as well, is that correct? Yeah, I told them. Okay. I showed them. Um, there were points in the encounter where it seems like the officers were confused about uh, what the sequence of events was with Aaron. Um, did you have that perception as well? Well, I had been drinking, and we were trying to figure out what days were what, and yeah, we were all confused and trying to straighten it out. Did you uh, um, ask Kelly what day that Aaron showed up at the house? Yes. And she indicated it was Sunday, right? Yes. Um, did you talk about uh, seeing Aaron and her father over at, uh, or excuse me, Irina and her father over at uh, Aaron's home at, at some point? Yes, I told them. And when you indicated on one of these dates that you thought it was Saturday, were you trying to lie to the police about that? No. You just got the date mixed up? 
Yeah, I, I told them. I got the day of the week wrong, but I got the events all right. Um, and one of the comments you made, I think, in both of these recordings was it was nonstop with this shit, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yes. What did you mean by that, Eric? Well, Aaron had been nonstop calling, texting, trying to, I don't know, sabotage me and Kelly, get me away from her and come over by her. And the amount of contact made it difficult to determine whether something happened on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, for instance? Yeah, I just got the day wrong. Okay. Now, on June 8th, you went to the the police department to meet with Detective Rosenau. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. And you, you didn't bring a lawyer with you, right? No, it was Kelly's birthday, and we were getting ready to go out of town. And uh, I was getting ready to leave. I hadn't got a hold of that Westfall guy that, uh, from the card, so before I was leaving to go out of town, I... Uh, I went to the police station. And uh, why did you go to the police department? I didn't get a hold of the officer. I called them. They asked me to come down there, so I went down there. And Detective Rosenau, was, who was available to talk with you? Yeah. All right. Now, yes. um, did you help him identify what was inside of your... Uh, or did, did you give him the code to unlock your phones? Yeah, they came to my house before and took all my phones, uh, or all of them but one, and then uh, he wanted the codes to look at the phone. Okay. Did phones. you give that to him? Yeah. Yes. And uh, did you help him scroll through and locate where Aaron was located in those telephones? Yes, I showed him whatever he wanted to look at. Um, did you offer to call Aaron? Yes, I wanted a number for her burner phone. So he gave me the phones, I uh, gave him the phone number, I got the phone number, and I wanted to call it from the house number, so that way she made sure that she knew it was me calling and answered the phone. Was Erin funny about answering the phone sometime with numbers that she didn't recognize? Yeah, she was a, I don't know, super call screener. Did you, in fact, uh, um, call Erin from your house phone as you told Detective Rosenau you would? Yeah, he let me call it first from my house phone. I went home, called it, called him back, told him that I couldn't get a hold of her. And that's when I found out that uh, both girls were not missing. Okay. Now, the uh, um, during that interview, did you uh, tell Detective Rosenau that he could just keep the phones? Yeah, he wanted to look at them more, I think, so I just let him have them. Okay, and you realized you could have said no, right? Yeah. You, you chose to let them hang on to your telephones and look through them, right? Yes. And you told Detective Rosenau that you wanted to help find Aaron, too. Is that correct? Yes. Did you uh, try calling or texting Aaron on multiple dates to try and get in touch with her? Yes. And were you ever able to reach her? No. All right. I didn't know if I was calling the right number. It, because Aaron had multiple numbers? Yes. All right. And... Uh, when you were talking to Detective Rosenau, you mixed up some of the dates as well. Is that correct? Yes, this is when I get the date wrong. Okay. And, Eric, would you agree with me that some of what you've testified to you left out when you met with Detective Rosenau? Yes, I did not tell him everything. Why not? Well, like I said before, I didn't want to talk about Aaron's suicide attempts. I didn't want to betray her, and I didn't really trust the police. 
And you agree that you left information out both on the 6th and on the 8th? Yes, I did. Do you take responsibility for that? Yes. On the uh, 8th of June, did you get a, a traffic citation? Yeah, it was it was Kelly's birthday. Her family lives up north by Oshkosh. And I was at the police station uh, trying to help them locate Aaron, and we got a late start. So when I got Kelly and we were leaving, I don't know, the interstate was packed, and we were getting to our exit. No one was letting me on, so I sped up real fast, and the car that let me in just happened to be a state trooper, and I pulled in right in front of him and got on the exit. Did the uh, trooper write you a citation? Yeah, I got a speeding ticket. Okay. And uh, you're required to report those to your agent within 24 hours, right? Yeah, but this was late on Friday, and we were going all weekend, so I, I, didn't, I didn't call back and tell him that I got a speeding ticket. Okay. But I called on Monday. Okay. Now, um, Eric, at this point I want to talk a little bit about uh, um, being on supervision. And I have to ask you at this point, have you ever been convicted of a crime? Yes, once. One time? Yeah. And yes. were you on supervision with the Department of Corrections as a result of that? Yes. And was Amanda Kenyon your agent? Yes. Do you agree with me that you weren't entirely truthful with Agent Kenyon about your relationships? Yes. And you've heard the state argue throughout this trial that you killed Aaron to prevent her from talking to your probation agent. Do you agree with that? No, they had talked. What did you think would happen if your agent found out about an unauthorized relationship? Well, I didn't think anything would happen. You're aware that your agent had been in touch with Aaron previously? Yeah, Aaron, Aaron had called her to get permission for us to go to Hawaii. And let's talk a little bit about that last text. Can you get the other one, please? So the text that the uh, prosecutor relied upon was this one at 10, 12, 37 a.m. Um, no story you make up to it, P.O., will cover this heartache either. I'm just letting you know. You come talk to me in the next hour, your choice. You know what's going to happen. I know birthmark on it body other than kill, kill eighting myself over you. I will speak the truth. Come here or it's over. You recall getting that text? Yeah. And it references yes. suicide, right? Yes. Um, and Aaron appears to refer to your probation officer as well in this text. Is that correct? Aaron did a lot of drunken texting. She, yes. And 
judging by some of the spelling and grammar errors here and by your observations earlier, did you think that Erin was impaired during this time frame? Yeah, she was just at my house. She was had been drinking, was out all night. Was it your understanding that she was serious about this at 10, 12 a.m. calling your probation officer? No. Do you believe that, or had Aaron ever followed through on any other similar threat that you're aware of? No. Did you think that Aaron was actually going to call your PO? No. Now, when you met with Detective Rosenau on June 8th, do you recall him asking you a question about um, whether or not you and Aaron had sex? Yes. And your answer was yes, right? Yes. You weren't trying to hide that from him at all? No. And as of June 8th, did you know that Aaron was, was dead? No. Um, you answered that question honestly? Yes. And did you struggle on June 8th with dates and times like you had on June 6th? Me and the officer were trying to get it straightened out. We struggled. Okay. All right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, when you went to jail um, and you were... Um, taken into custody by your probation agent, is that correct? Yeah, on Monday uh, I had called in the traffic citation and... They told you to come in? No, they did not. At some point did you report into your uh, your agent's office? The next day after work we were getting ready to leave dinner, leave for dinner and I did not get the phone call. My father did, and right before we left for dinner, he he told me, he said, uh, your probation officer called, and you're supposed to go there. Okay. And did you think it was about the speeding ticket? I knew it was about the speeding ticket, yes. Um, did you report as required to your agent's office? Yes, at 8. And when you got taken into custody, did you try to resist or flee? No. Um, did you think at that point that it had anything at all to do with Aaron? No. And at that point when you were taken into custody, did you know that Aaron had passed away? No. Now, um, when did you learn, or let me, let me back up, how did you learn that Aaron had died? I saw it on the news. You saw it on the news? Yes. What was your reaction to that? Well... At first I was in disbelief and then I was heartbroken. And Did some of the things that you had brushed off as just Aaron being dramatic start to come back um, to mind and you started to think about some of what had happened that week that she went missing? Yeah, I thought about everything. I thought about that the three suicide attempts in that short amount of time that week were I probably should have done more. Did you think about the fact that Erin uh, had talked about weighing herself down in Rung Hollow? Yes. And did you think when you learned how Erin um, was found, did you think that you should have done more or taken that comment seriously? 
Yes. And Eric, I'm going to move on, and I'm going to talk to you about um, the questions that all of us are here to decide. So I'm going to ask you, were you with Aaron when she died? No. Did you kill Aaron? No. Did you transport her body anywhere? No. After the afternoon trip on June 3rd, did you ever return to Vernon County or Rung Hollow in the evening or early morning hours of June 3rd and June 4th? No. Did you attach ropes or blocks or a chain to Aaron? No. Um, did you put her into Rung Hollow Lake? No. Did you think that Aaron was a bad person? No, she's not. Do you regret Eric not doing more for you, more for her when you had the chance to do so? Yes, every day. That's all the questions I have. Mr. Sackett, <clears throat> you knew you were on supervision in June of 2018, correct? Yes. And you knew the rules of supervision, correct? Yes. I assume Amanda Kenyon explained them to you? Uh, not her, but yes. One of the, the agents explained them to you? Yes. Uh, you knew that you could not have a relationship without her permission, correct? Yes. And you had a relationship with Kelly Malczewski, correct? Yes. And that started in February of 2018? Yes. Uh, you met with her family in June? Yes. She arranged an attorney visit for you? Yes. She stayed with you sometimes? Yes. You never asked for permission from Amanda King for a relationship with her, did you? No. And you also had a relationship with Aaron, correct? Yes. And. You wanted sex with Aaron, but without any emotional ties, correct? Yes. She registered a truck for you, right? Yes, she did. She bought you a phone, right? Yes. And Kelly also bought you a phone? Yes. You took both of them to a cabin that you have, correct? Yes. Aaron even proposed to you in, you said, December or January? Right before Christmas. Before Christmas in December? Uh, you picked her up from jail after she was arrested, correct? Yes. And when you talked to police about her, you told police that she didn't want a long-term relationship, right? That is what we agreed upon. Well, she proposed to you, right? After a... Yes. Okay. And from her text messages and what you testified to on direct, it certainly seemed like she wanted a long-term relationship with you, right? Yes. You told police that she didn't want a relationship because you wanted to distance yourself from the investigation, right? The investigation or her? Both. 
uh, from her and therefore any investigation into her missing right uh, I wasn't trying to mislead the investigators well you left out a lot of things when you talked to the investigators right yes I did okay and you testified on direct that you um, sometimes lose things like keys and things like that yes I've lost my keys before and when you lose things people usually ask you well where'd you see it last right that's a question they can ask yes isn't that a good way to find something is figure out where you saw it last yes and when police and family members were asking you where you saw Aaron last you lied right I did not lie you said the last time you saw her was Sunday morning at your house right uh, yes that's not true is it it is not then that's a lie right yes in the course of this investigation you didn't reveal any information about rung hollow lake or a cabin to police or family members did you uh, I didn't think that no I did not okay Now, at the time in June of last year, you were working construction, right? Yes, I was working construction in June. And you also said that you were training for a triathlon, right? Yes, I was going to try a mini triathlon. Okay. So you take it you're in pretty good shape? I try to be. Okay. And you had access to concrete blocks at your home, correct? There were concrete blocks at my house. And some of them were kept on a wall along your driveway like a retaining wall a rock wall yes and officer dance spoke to you on June 6 at your home remember that yes and police then later went back to your home on June 17th to serve a search warrant you remember hearing about that yes the blocks were moved sometime in between there along the rock wall why was that uh, I don't know did you move the blocks I, no, I did not. At the time, you were living with your father? Yes. And he gets around with a walker? Sometimes. What kind of things are the blocks used for? Uh, they're used for different various things. They weren't moved to try to keep them out of the line of police? No. You also had a boat at the property, right? Yes, I have a boat. And... Again, between the same time frame, June 6th to June 17th, the boat was moved to the other side of the house, right? Uh, it possibly was. And the boat wasn't operable, was it? No, it was not. So you weren't using the boat to go out on the lake or river, right? No. So why was the boat moved? Uh, I do not know. Um, Mr. Zachert asked a number of people about the type of <clears throat> rope used in this case and called it a mooring rope. Do you have mooring ropes for the boat? Uh, yes. And there was a question about you owning a dog. Um, your sister owns a dog, doesn't she? I think so. I, I don't know. Marcella? Yes. Does she own a dog? I don't know. Has she ever brought the dog to your house when she stays there? Uh, me and my sister weren't getting along at the time. I hadn't talked to her since October. So Sunday morning, June 3rd, Aaron came over to your house uninvited, right? Yes. And she got into an argument with Kelly and you, right? Yes. She was upset that Kelly was there? Yes. 
She even made comments in text messages later about Kelly wearing her robe. Yes. Um, you said all that week pressure was building, right? Yes. There was a lot going on that week? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Aaron was getting in the middle of your relationship with Kelly, right? No. Wasn't Aaron trying to butt into the relationship with you and Kelly? Uh, she was just trying to sabotage it. Okay. Trying to end it? Yes. Trying to wreck it somehow for you? Yes. Um, but you were in love with Kelly, right? Yes, I think I do love Kelly. Did it hurt you when Aaron insulted her? Well, I didn't like it. You said that you changed your outlook on relationships because of Kelly. Yes, I think she helped with that, yes. So she was the one you wanted to be with over Aaron, right? Uh, yes. And on that day, Aaron was once again trying to wreck things with you and Kelly. Yes. She also made a comment in a text message about a PO. You remember that? Yes. And you said that Aaron had called your PO before? Yes. But you never did, did you? Did I call my PO? Correct. I think that I have, yes. Did you call your probation officer and talk to her about Aaron? Production has to master. Sustain. What did you say to your probation officer about Aaron? Objection, judges is subject to the pretrial ruling. Sustain. Well, you testified before that you never asked permission for a relationship with Aaron, right? No, I did not. Aaron could say a lot of things to your probation officer that would cause a problem for your supervision, right? I, I guess so, yes. Well, having a, two sexual relationships that your probation officer didn't know about it would be a problem, wouldn't it? I imagine it could be, yes. Well, you know it could be, right? Well, I don't know what she would do, but it could be, potentially, yes. Other violations, such as drinking? Yes. That would be a potential problem for you, right? It could be, yes. So that day, Aaron started texting you after she left the residence, correct? Yes. So it looks like at 9.53 a.m. she starts texting you about this problem with Kelly, correct? And she's mad. Yes, okay. 9.53. Uh, Can I just say, this is Exhibit 13. 13. Exhibit 13, okay. Um, at 10.01 she texts, you just said we were going to Hawaii, right? Yeah, yes. At 10.02 a.m. she said she's wearing my robe. Kelly was not wearing her robe, but that's what she texted. That's what she texted? Yes. Uh, again, at 10.02, she said, I spend thousands and thousands on you because I fucking love you? Yes. Okay. And at 10.03, she says, I'm not kidding this time. Yes. Okay. She was referring to her suicide. Okay. But apparently she wasn't serious because at 10.06, she te texted you again. And again said, I love you to my last breath, goodbye. Right? 
Yes. But she didn't really say goodbye because at 1012, she again texted something, and this time she mentions a PO and birthmarks on your body, and other than killing myself, I will speak the truth, come here or it's over, right? Yes, I do not have a birthmark. You ignored all of those texts until that last one at 1012, and then you started driving over to a residence, right? Yes, I went and picked up my phone and seeing she was annoyed that I wasn't answering it. And then you started driving over to her house, right? Yes, I talked to her first and then drove to her house. Well, the first call that you made that day to her Was at 10.32 a.m. Does that sound right? Yes. And how long does it take to drive from your house to her house? Probably less than 20 minutes, maybe, 25. I'm not sure of the exact time. Okay. So you called at 10.32. You arrived at her house on video at 10.45 a.m. Does that sound right? Okay, Yes. So about the same time you're driving, you're calling, because you need to get over there, right? Yes, she called. I uh, talked it over with Kelly, and I knew she was suicidal, so I went. And you were concerned that she was unpredictable, right? Sometimes she is. She could call your PO and ruin everything, right? That's a possibility. She could keep on ruining things with you and Kelly, right? She wasn't really ruining them. Well, Kelly was getting frustrated, right? Sometimes Kelly gets frustrated, yes. But wouldn't anyone get frustrated if this woman keeps coming over uninvited? Yes. So now on June 4th, June 4th is a Monday, Monday. Mark Bush came to your house. Do you remember that? I think that he came on Wednesday. Well, if he testified he came on Monday right after he found her missing. If he testified that he came over Monday right after he found her missing, do you have a reason to doubt that? That's not the way I remember. I thought that he came on Wednesday night, but I'm not sure of the exact dates, dates and times. At some point, he came over to your house, whether it was Monday or Wednesday, and told you that Aaron was missing, right? Yes, he told me. And at that time, you hadn't heard from Aaron since Sunday, June 3rd, right? Yes, she got mad at me. And Is that right? Yes. June 4th, you didn't text or call Aaron at all, did you? No. So at the point where her father comes over and says to you, my daughter's missing, you didn't say anything to him about Sunday's events, did you? No. You didn't tell him anything about how she was suicidal? No. You didn't say anything to him about going to Rung Hollow in Vernon County, did you? No. You didn't tell him anything about being at her house on Sunday with her, did you? No. You didn't think any of that was important to somebody looking for a daughter? I didn't know that she was dead and actually really missing. Well, you hadn't heard from her for two days, right? Yes. This woman that you said called and texted nonstop suddenly went silent, right? Yes. You didn't find that odd at all? Yes, I was kind of annoyed that she wasn't answering me back. <coughs> Were you worried? I was concerned, not really worried yet. Well, you knew she was already dead, right? No, I did not. 
when her father came and talked to you, you didn't want to say anything to reveal that you knew where she was on Sunday, right? Uh, well, I don't know what, repeat that question? You didn't want her, her father to know that you were with her on Sunday, right? Oh, it didn't matter if he knew I was with her on Sunday. Well, and you could have told him then, right? Yes, I could have told him. You chose not to? I did not tell him. The police came on June 6th. Officer Rodan comes over on June 6th. you remember that? Yes. And the police are still looking for Aaron, right? Are the police looking for Aaron? Yes. And again, you didn't mention anything about being with her on Sunday at all, right? I did tell them, I think. You told them that she came to your house, right? Yes, I did. And then after that, you left all the rest of that out, right? Yes, I did not tell them that she was suicidal. Well, more than that, it sounded like Sunday was a pretty long day. She came over to your house in the morning, right? Yes. You went to her house a couple of times during the day, right? Yes, I went to her house. You were with her for a couple of hours, it seemed, right? Yes, I was with her for actually quite a long time. And she, she wrecked things in front of you, right, in her living room? I seen her smash the picture of me, yes. And you traveled all the way to Vernon County, according to you, right? Yes, we went. And then you stayed with her in the evening hours as well, right? Yes. That sounds like a pretty long day, doesn't it? Yes, it was. Sounds like a lot of things happened? Yes. And when the police asked you where's the last time you saw her, you said it was at your house Sunday morning? Yes. Because you didn't want them to know that you were at her house, right? No, that's not it. I just didn't want them to know about the suicide. Well, you could have told them about being at her house without talking about suicide, right? I suppose I could have, yes. You could have talked about her coming to your house later that night without suicide, right? Yes. You could have mentioned her coming into your house uninvited. You could have mentioned her coming into your house uninvited, right? Yes. And you showed them your phone, but you had deleted all of her texts, right? Uh, I often delete Aaron's texts, yes. So you didn't have a concern showing them your phone because in your mind you deleted all of her text messages, right? No, they weren't all deleted. They actually looked at the texts that were there. Oh, did they see the text message about the PO? Yes. On June 6th? I think so, yes. I'm not sure exactly which ones they were looking at, but I did not erase them. Do you remember testimony that all your texts were deleted? Not all of them were deleted. Okay. Did you hear the officer Rodan talking to you on that video about something about a PO or text messages earlier in the day? Uh, no, he did not ask me. That would have been helpful information, wouldn't it? Yes. And you didn't tell him anything about going there Sunday night, right? Uh, no. And during that conversation, you called your sister. Do you remember that? Yes. And during that conversation, you asked her the name of the doctor that Aaron worked for. you remember that? Yes. So you didn't say anything about Dr. Andrew and Aaron extorting him or any of that, did you? No, I did not. You didn't even know Dr. Onsrud's name, did you? Yes, I knew. On the phone call, it sounded like you didn't even know his name. Well, I was just asking which doctor. I don't know. You then talked to Investigator Rosenau on June 8th. That would have been a Friday, right? Friday, yes. And you weren't intoxicated at this point, I take it? No. Um, you still didn't say anything about Sunday's activities, though, did you? 
No, I never told the police about any of the suicide attempts or anything that I thought that she would get in trouble for. Would she get in trouble for traveling to Hollow with you? No. No. Would she get in trouble if she had you over to her house Sunday evening? First of all, I didn't think that she was going to go to Hollow. We had talked about it before and said that she wasn't going to be going there anymore. Mr. Sack, the question is, would she get in trouble if you said I was over there Sunday night with her till about 11 p.m.? Oh, no. Would she get in trouble if you said she was going to do laundry that night? No, she wouldn't get in trouble for doing laundry. So you could have told them all that? Yes. One of the first things that you asked Investigator Rose now is if you could have Aaron's phone. Do you remember that? Yes. Um, she, you said that she took your burner phone, right? I asked the police for her phone so I could get the phone number to my phone to try and call her. You didn't know the number to your phone? Uh, no, I don't. And It's 92-something. And you didn't try calling your burner phone either? Uh, I didn't have the phone number. It was in Aaron's phone. Nobody else would have that phone number? Well, I'm sure people haven't. You didn't ask anybody else, hey, my burner phone's missing. Give me the number so I can call Aaron. Well, I didn't know that it was missing right away. But you never did that. Did I never do what? Try calling that phone number. Try I didn't know the phone number. You didn't try getting the number from any of your other friends? No. Okay. And you said that you were calling her phone because you wanted to get in touch with her, right? Yes, I tried calling her numerous times. But when you talk to Investigator Rose now, why wouldn't you think that she would still have her phones? I didn't know which number to call. Well, why not just call all of them? I was. Okay. So why would you need her phones? Because I wanted the number to my burner phone that was missing. In truth, you knew her phones were missing, right? I did not know. You told Investigator Rose now that she did street drugs, all kinds of drugs. Do you remember that? Unwillingly, I told them that she did drugs, yes. Well, you never saw her do anything like heroin or meth or anything you'd buy illegally, did you? Not heroin or meth. Okay. Well, how about marijuana or LSD or anything like that? Yes. You saw her do that? Yes. Um, isn't that something she would get in trouble for? Objection, speculation. I'm going to ask him what he thought. <laughs> Didn't you think that she would get in trouble for doing drugs? She would get in trouble for doing drugs. She was on bond. Well, you didn't want to tell the police about suicides because you said that might get her in trouble, right? Yes. But you told her about doing illegal drugs even though that's not what she was into? They said I'm going to object. I think the testimony was um, not, not illegal drugs. It was drugs. Um, just move on. I'm going to sustain the objection. It's, re it's redundant. You've been asking this question a couple times. Go ahead. I don't think I've got an answer. Can you answer why you told the police things that might get her in trouble if you didn't want to tell things about suicide? I didn't want to even tell them anything at first because I knew that she was on bond. I was worried about her children getting taken away. 
I, she had been making fun of me about siding with her parents. She was mad at me. I didn't want to make anything worse by telling the cops and then having them tell her that they heard it from me. So you really didn't think she was suicidal then? She was. That's not what you were thinking June 8th, five days after she's missing. I didn't know she wasn't. Rosenau had told me that Molly wasn't missing, so I assumed that Molly and Aaron were together and that she was all right then. I went back and tried calling to see. Do you remember talking to Molly? I did call Molly and got a hold of her. And do you remember Molly asking you again about Aaron's whereabouts? Yes, after I left, left the police station, I called Molly. She was asking me where her sister was, and I said that I thought that she was with her. And she asked me about, about the doctor. Why wouldn't you tell Molly about the events of Sunday, going down to Rung Hollow, Vernon County, anything like that? Like I said, I didn't think to look for Aaron there because we had talked about it. You heard that Molly and her family were putting up flyers and trying to find anywhere that she might be, right? Yes. And you said in the interview on June 8th you were going to go look for Aaron right away, right? Yes. But you actually drove out of town Friday afternoon. I first went and drove by, went to my house, called, and then we had planned to go out of town, so... I left and went out of town. And on the night of June 3rd, you agree your phone was turned off? Yes, my phone died. And your phone never died any other time that you had it overnight? No, it did not. In the middle of the day on June 3rd, you said that you took Aaron to Rung Hollow Lake, right? Yes, she wanted to go there. I took her. Um, you said that was one of her favorite places to go? Yes. Um, you said you did things like uh, swimming, right? Yes. Did you say fishing? Yes. Um, hanging out in a boat? Yes. Hiking? Yes. And um, feeding the animals? Birds. You had kind of broken things off with Aaron in February, right? I was trying to distance myself. You had said before that you, that's when you met Kelly and you were trying to be more with Kelly, right? Yes, I had met Kelly in February. And you were with Kelly a lot. that be fair to say? Yes. Almost daily? Yes. And you had started dating um, Aaron sometime in November? October. October of 2017. Um, you agree with me that the lake would be pretty cold between October and April, right? Yes. Not a lot of swimming done then, right? No. And June 3rd is the day that Aaron went missing, right? Yes. So all of this swimming and fishing was taking place in just May of 2018? No. Before that she went swimming? I don't know the exact dates and times of when we went swimming, but yes. Well, would it have been 
it would certainly been after March when it's really cold out still. So maybe April of 2018. Uh, like I said, I'm not sure the exact dates or what you're trying to ask. When she went swimming? Yes. She went swimming, I don't know, as many times as she wanted to. She had access to the cabin with or without me and went there with or without me. How did she have access to the cabin? Uh, she would get in her car and drive there and go there. Was the cabin locked? She had keys. How did she have keys to your cabin? Uh, when she made keys, she had keys. And then I got the keys back from her. So you weren't necessarily with her when she went to the cabin? Not all the time. She went there without me. And the cabin was listed for sale April 2nd of 2018, right? I'm not sure the exact dates and times, but the cabin was for sale, yes. And uh, it was listed for sale by a person named Lane Walker? Yes. And Susan Jacobson? Yes. And Lisa McCullough? Yes. Who are they? Are they the owners? Uh, they are owners with me, yes. With you? Yes. Um, if your name didn't appear on the transfer, would that change your mind? Uh, no. Judge, I'm going to object. Facts not in evidence. Move to strike. I'm asking questions that might be brought up in rebuttal. Yeah. Overruled. The cabin was listed for sale on April 2nd of 2018. Okay. Um, certainly Aaron would have seen that it was for sale sometime before June 3rd if she went there all the time in April and May. Right? Okay, yes. Well, you said she hadn't known it was for sale until June 3rd, right? Yes. But it was for sale for almost two months before that. Okay. Well, wouldn't she have seen it before that if she was going down there all the time? Objection calls for speculation. Not necessarily. Um, overruled. If she I, never actually, just take a step back. I'm going to sustain that on the issue that you're asking if she would have seen it. You're, you're, okay, I'm going to sustain the objection, and I'll strike that answer. Go ahead. If you rephrase the question. She never saw a for sale sign that she said to you, right? Yes. All of a sudden, June 3rd, you said she had this big shock, right? I don't know if it was a big shock, but she was upset about the cabin being for sale. And... When you went to her house to pick her up, you only spent a couple of minutes there, according to the video. You immediately went driving towards either the bluff or Rung Hollow? Uh, I'm not sure the exact amount of time that I was there. She was upset. I said, let's get out of here, and we took off. When you went swimming at the lake, I assume you hadn't brought swimsuits because there wasn't a real plan to go there, right? No. So what did she wear into the lake? She wore her bra and her underwear and like green army shorts. Not the dress that she was wearing in the earlier videos? No. Where did you go inside the cabin? Oh, we didn't go inside the cabin. You didn't go inside it all that day? No. The night of June 3rd, you indicated that she wanted to do laundry? 
Yes, she said something about laundry. Well, did you go with her to do laundry? No, I went home. So, the last time that you were at the residence, um, the video saw you leaving around 11 p.m. Does that sound right, when you would have gone home? I think it was before 11, but I'm not sure the exact time. Could it have been around 11 if the video saw you at about 11 leaving? Yes. Um, and you were driving that truck? Yes. And Aaron was at home? No. Aaron came with me. In your truck? And dropped me off, yes. And she then took the truck from your residence? Yes. And then you said you went to bed? Well, I didn't go to bed right away. I talked to my father and then laid down and eventually fell asleep, yes. And then sometimes she came back and knocked on your window? Yes, she was knocking on the window. And you thought that was around 2 or 2.30 a.m.? It was after bar time. Okay. I'm not sure of the exact times. When we say bar time, was that, is that usually 2 or 2.30 a.m.? Aaron was kind of a night owl, so she was up at night, yes. Her um, lunch break is at 2 to 2.30. And at that point, you, she was talking to you through a window? Yeah, my window is at ground level right next to the front door. So instead of knocking on the door, sometimes people come to my window. And she asked you if Kelly was in bed with you, right? She asked if that was Kelly. And you said earlier that the two of you never ever lied to each other, but this time you decided to tell her Kelly was in bed with you. Yes. What possible reason would there be to say Kelly's in bed with me? Well, I just woke up. I wasn't... Yeah, I just said, yes, that's Kelly. Wouldn't that be the last thing you might want to say to somebody like Aaron who stalks you and goes ballistic every time you mention Kelly? Well, she doesn't go ballistic every time, but... Sometimes? Sometimes. A few times she has. And you just decided to say yes to that? Yes, I said yes. And then she left? Yes. How did she get away? What do you mean, get away? Well, didn't she drive your truck back to your house? Yes. How did she drive away? Uh, I don't know how she left. Well, she didn't have her car, right? Yes, she did not have her car. And your truck was parked there in the morning, right? Yes, the park was, truck was there. And you think she just... Walked away? No, I think that she left with somebody, but I'm not sure. I don't know. It was late. I had just woken up. One thing you said to the police about the morning of June 3rd is that she came in with no shoes on. Do you remember that? Yes. You said that a couple times to Investigator Rose now. Yes. Right? Yes. If that was normal for her, why would you say that to the police at all? They asked. I said that she was wearing no shoes. Is it because you knew that she had been put in the lake with no shoes on? Uh, I didn't know that she was in the lake, and I didn't know that she had no shoes on.
Now, you said that she had told you something about Dr. Onsru. Do you remember that? Yes, I know about the doctor. You didn't say anything to the police about that conversation with her about Dr. Onsru, did you? No, I do not tell other people about that stuff or the doctor. But you told them about drug use? They said that she wouldn't get in trouble or I wouldn't get in trouble if I told them. They said that's all they were concerned about was finding her and I, it wouldn't be repeated. They wouldn't use it against. Well, at that point, it was a missing person investigation. You didn't think you were in trouble, did you? No. So you one time you met Dr. Onsru? Right? I did meet him just in passing. Physically, would you say he's looks like he's in his 60s? He's older, yeah. Maybe overweight? Yeah, he's overweight. Balding or very little hair? Mm, yes. There were a number of times that Aaron talked to you about suicide, right? Yes. You know, she testified that you found her in a bath one time and had to wake her up. Do you remember that? She was, yes. And another time you thought she might run in front of the trains, is that right? Yes. And she asked you about getting a gun, is that right? She asked me how much it was for a gun. But you thought this was crying wolf, right? At first it was not, and then it became often to the point where just this last week she had attempted three times, yes. And uh, you knew that that was a way of her getting, getting you to respond sometimes, right? Yes. The note that Aaron left in your residence that you say came from Aaron? Yes. It didn't say anything about suicide, did it? No. And that's not a note that was dated, was it? Uh, no, it was not. Was the actual note inside a frame? No, it's not in a frame. It's on a plastic. Just a pad of paper or no it's on the back of a picture on the back of a picture yes something that could have been written anytime I guess yeah you didn't tell any of the family members or the police about that being left in your house did you uh, no and you said you found it on June 4th yes after I came back was from seeing Schnick 
And you left it out like that until June 17th when the police found it? No, I slid, Kelly was with, I didn't want her to know that Aaron had been there. So I slid the bottle up towards the wall and put the picture in the desk drawer or moved it. That's not just something you've had from before when you and Aaron were close, was it? Uh, no. You put it there to try to mislead the investigation? No. Wouldn't it have been helpful for people to know for people to know that she was at your house on June fourth? Well, I didn't know that. Judge, any... I'm going to object. Argumentative calls for speculation. Sustained. Why didn't you tell anybody that it was there on June fourth? Well, I didn't know anything was like really wrong on June fourth. How about on June eighth? On June eighth, I thought that she was missing. She was ignoring me. And then when I was talking with the police officer, he said, I told him that the girls were missing, that Aaron wasn't responding to me. He said that Molly was in jail. So I thought that, I don't know, maybe Aaron was in jail also. I didn't know. Do you remember police asking you when the last time was that you saw Aaron? Yes. And you always said Sunday morning at your house, right? Yes. And that was a lie, right? Objection. Aston answered argumentative. Aston answered. I wasn't intentionally lying. Okay. I just got the dates mixed up. Well, you never told anybody anything about going to Rung Hollow, right? I did not tell him. I didn't think that it was. I didn't think that's where she was. You didn't tell him anything about being at her house and seeing her wreck the apartment, right? No, I did not tell him. You didn't tell him anything about carrying a box in and dropping it at 11 p.m., right? Well, I didn't know that I was going to be, that all this was going to happen, I was going to be a suspect in a murder. You thought you'd get away with it? Am I trying to get away with what? Killing her. No, I never killed Aaron. You have access to blocks, right? I do have access to blocks. Access to rope, right? I have rope, yes. And lie during the course of the investigation, right? Objection, asked and answered, argumentative. Um, sustained. I That's did not I lie intentionally. All right, redirect. Hey, hold on a second before we redirect. Does anybody need a break? It's been about an hour. Don't want to move forward unless everyone's ready. Okay, go ahead then, Mr. Zacker. If you want one, just let me know. <laughs> Eric, uh, was any construction underway at your house uh, um, during this time frame? Yes, the house was under construction. Um, and had your father actually backed the RV into the house at one point? I can't. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, he moved the... I put the RV in a spot that he didn't like. He tried to move it and accidentally hit the house. Was there some damage to the house that you were actually repairing during this time frame? There was damage to the house and the RV. And did you have to go back and repair the siding or the gutter? Yes. Um, and in the course of that, the RV was obviously moved? The RV was moved. Was the boat operational, Eric? Me and Kelly, I was down by Coney Island. I. That's not my part of the river. I don't know that. And I was out for, I think, Memorial Day weekend, and I smashed 
the prop and part of the lower unit. Is that why the propeller was missing from the boat? I wanted to get a new propeller right away, but the the marina didn't have it. It was the wrong pitch for something. Okay. No, I didn't have a propeller right away. Okay. And your house is very close to the Mississippi River, is that correct? My back door is probably 60 feet from Swift Creek. Okay. Which feeds into the Mississippi? Yes. All right. Now, I do want to... go back and talk about a call here. Um, Mr. Grinke referenced a call at 10.23 a.m. on the 3rd. Do you remember that? Yes, we had calls and texts okay. on. Um, can you exhibit Mark, please? Objection? No. Be received. Okay. So, Eric, when you said that there was a call before that, um, do you remember talking to Aaron at 1018? I'm not sure of the exact times and dates. Aaron sent me some suicidal texts. I showed them to Kelly. She called me, tried to bribe me to come over. Kelly asked if she was really suicidal, I should go. So I went. Okay. Well, um, I'm also going to uh, um, display this on the elbow, please. And this is... All right, so it appears that there was a four minute and 13 second call at 10.18 a.m. that preceded the second call that you were asked about? Uh, okay. Yes. Okay, and I'll tell you, Eric, these are, these are the certified phone records. Um, it appears that Aaron was the one who called you as you testified to. Is that correct? From the incoming call? Yes, Aaron called and texted that morning. Okay. And is that when she was talking some more about suicide during that call? She said that, yes. Okay. So there's more than one call, right? Yes, she called and wanted me to come over. She was threatening suicide. I went over there. Okay. Um, you're questioned at length about the fact that you mixed up Saturday and Sunday. Did you tell the officers that you saw Irene and her dad? I told the office. I did not tell the officers everything. Okay, it's sure. I it, did, I lied to my PO. I'm hanging out with prostitutes and known drug users. I okay. did not tell the truth about everything. That does not make me a murderer. Okay, Eric. Um, I want to ask you. I know this has been difficult for you. Um, during the time frame when Aaron went uh, missing. Let me, let me ask you about this. Is it fair to assume that you didn't want to see Aaron at 
2.30 in the morning or whenever she showed up um, because you had spent the entire day with her? Well, not just that, but I, I was getting ready to pour 100 yards of concrete. It, I was with Aaron all day. I wanted to go to sleep. Okay. I don't know why I lied to her. I, okay. sh I should have just let her in. Do you regret not letting her in now? Yes. Were you involved at all in the logistics of the sale of the cabin? In other words, were you the one in contact with the realtor? My uncle is the, uh, I don't know, the lead person in charge. And is your uncle one of the names on that? that list that Mr. Grinke read to you? Yes. And was it your understanding that the cabin had passed to your mother and then passed to you and, and Marcella? <laughs> My mother was on the inheritance list. My mother had died. Me and my sister took my mother's spot. Okay. And that was your understanding of it, right? Yes. And. You used the cabin fairly frequently, right? Yes, I had a key to the cabin. We used it all the time. We tried to take care of it, fix it up, mow the grass. Yeah, okay. we hung out there all the time. And just so we're clear about this, your sister Marcella, um, that you weren't getting along with, she's a different person than your sister Julie, who you spoke with on the phone when Officer uh, Rodant came to talk to you. Is that correct? Yes. Um, in other words, Julie, um, you do get along with quite well, right? My sister and Aaron had a falling out in October. Yep. And uh, they were not speaking. Okay. And as a result, I was not speaking with her. Okay. Can you account for where your dad or his visitors or other people to the house, you know, what they would be doing with things out in the yard? In other words, you don't know what... Um, others are doing with what's in your yard? It's true. My dad has a broken back and uses a walker sometimes. If I'm not there, other people help. Sometimes I'm out of town for four days. Okay. He has other people that helps around the house. Okay. And obviously if you're not home, you don't know what people are doing around the house, right? Yeah. I, when I'm not there, I don't know. Okay. Eric, um, were you trying to keep Aaron's interactions with Dr. Ronsrud private when you talked to the police? That's, we don't talk about that stuff. Okay. In other words, you didn't want the police to know about her, her dealings with Dr. Ronsrud, is that correct? Well, I, no, I didn't tell anyone. Okay. The plan to go out of town on June 8th, was that kind of a long-standing plan? Yes, it had been planned for two weeks before. Kelly goes out of town to see her um, brother every year. So that, you know, when June 8th rolled around, you'd already had these plans for a couple of weeks? We had already had the plans for a couple of weeks. Thank you. That's all I have. Okay. Re, uh, request.
No, Your Honor. Any um, questions from the jury? So, Mr. Sackett, just a couple of questions. Um, were you aware that Aaron called uh, the PO in February regarding the trip to Hawaii? Yes. My probation officer called me a month later and asked if I had planned to go with Aaron to Hawaii. And then uh, what was Aaron wearing um, at 2.30 on June 4th at your house. I assume when knocked on the window. Uh, description. A shiny pink and blue jacket. I couldn't see from the waist down. Right. Um, Mr. Zacker? No follow-up, Judge. Um, and Mr. Grinke? Just a couple. Okay. Were you taking a trip to Hawaii with Aaron? I was supposed to. My What's cousin, oh, go ahead. My cousin, my cousin's husband was stationed in Hawaii. They were getting ready to go wherever the army was sending him. I had planned to go to Hawaii, and Aaron wanted to go. 
And you would have taken her instead of Kelly? Uh, this was earlier on. Like when? I don't, the months before when we were together and close. That's all I have. So then she tried to surprise me. That's all I have. In February. Nothing further, Adam. So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break. We need to discuss some things uh, for a, a moment. Um, uh, I'm going to bring you back in and t tell you what we're going to do for the rest of the day and, and tomorrow. Um, we'll go from there. All right. Thank you. We'll see you in a few minutes. Mr. Uh, Zacher, um, we had a small discussion up here a little bit about witness scheduling. What's your current situation with witnesses then? Judge, we have Dr. Thomas scheduled from 1 o'clock for the rest of the afternoon tomorrow, and I intend to call Ms. Quick at some point. Tomorrow was her day off. She preferred tomorrow, so I, I said since we had Dr. Thomas, why don't we just do her on the same day? Um, and she's available all morning. Um, so if the court wanted to do later in the morning, I'm fine with starting a little bit later. Okay. Who, who's the other witness? Oh, Joy Quick? Yes, Your Honor. Okay. And that's the only two witnesses you have? Yes, Your Honor. Remain? Okay. Um, I guess a question for you, Mr. Grinke, right now are you anticipating rebuttal witnesses? I, I do judge. Okay. Ready to go Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So let's do this. Is why don't we have? Um, do you want to have Ms. Quick testify tomorrow? And this, unfortunately, it's going to be relatively, or it will be very quick, right? It's a, um, true to her namesake, I expect it to be quick. Okay, you, you believe that's correct, Mr. Greenkey? Yes, Judge. I guess my suggestion is maybe just have her comment one and do her and then the doctor after instead of a lunch break. That's what I'm thinking, too. I mean, it's, do you believe you can get both in? <sighs> I think so. I, I think Dr. Thomas will have quite a bit to testify to, and I'm not sure how long the state anticipates on cross, but I, I think we can squeeze them both in. Okay. Um, and if the state's right now assuming that rebuttal won't happen until Wednesday morning anyway. Um, and just so you know, what I was anticipating was trying to hope start deliberations in a morning so we don't have to have people sequestered in a hotel. We might have to, depending on how long it takes me to decide. Um, so my hope was that we could start in the morning with jury instructions, closing arguments, and then deliberations. They could leave for Thursday morning. That should work. Okay. I mean, even if I have rebuttal witnesses, none of them would be long. So right. Wednesday would be more than enough. 
Yeah, Wednesday we could do potentially uh, jury instructions and closing arguments, but have the final jury instruction on Thursday morning and then start deliberations. Um, think about that, um, if that's appropriate or not. I'm, I, I don't like breaking up that process that much. I usually like to do you know, jury instructions, closing arguments, and go straight into deliberations. So that's my only hesitation about doing that. Just I hate to waste a whole day on Wednesday, half a day on Wednesday with doing nothing. Um, um, so just, just, just so I'm clear, we'll, we'll finish our witnesses tomorrow. The state will do rebuttal briefly on Wednesday, and then closing will be Thursday. Well, that's what I was thinking originally, but I don't see any other way to line up our rebuttal witnesses any other way than Wednesday. You, you wouldn't want to start then closings in the afternoon, so right. I think there's no other way to do it. I don't know if there's any other way to do it other than that. Okay. Um, so tomorrow what I'll do is I'll tell the jury to come here at 12.30 or 12.45 and we can start back up at 1 o'clock um, given that the witnesses aren't available till 1. We can do Ms. Quick and then Dr. Thomas and then um, once we're done with that then Thursday morning we'll do rebuttal witnesses. Um, if for some reason, and I'm not saying you will, but if for some reason you decide not to do rebuttal we could start closings on Wednesday morning then. Um, um, so what I could do is we can let the jury know through the bailiffs that when to um, come or I could bring them in and explain that to them. Any preferences on that issue? I don't have a preference. But yeah, whatever the court decides. Um, let's bring them back in. <laughs> I feel more comfortable putting it on the record. Everybody may be seated. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I want to explain sort of what the where we're at right now with the trial. Um, because of some scheduling with the, the witnesses, unfortunately, the next witnesses aren't available until tomorrow afternoon at one, which means that um, I'm going to let you go right now and have you come back at 12:45 tomorrow. Um, which means you don't have to have lunch here <laughs> tomorrow, uh, unless you really want it. Let us know. Um, might give you a break. Um, what the goal is is that tomorrow we would finish with the defense witnesses. Um, there's something called rebuttal, uh, opportunity for rebuttal witnesses by the state. That would happen on um, Wednesday uh, morning uh, with anticipation that we would do um, closing arguments on Thursday and get to deliberation on Thursday. Um, obviously, I can't tell you how long it will take you to deliberate. But um, I want to let you know that's sort of the schedule right now. Uh, it's possible it can move up a little bit, but that's, um, that's where we're at right now. I, I do apologize, unfortunately, because of scheduling of, of um, one of the doctors. It's not available until um, 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 Ms. Thomas is not available until next, uh, until 1 o'clock tomorrow, or a little bit later. So uh, please don't talk about the case. I will see you tomorrow, um, and we will go from there.